Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tomi Rotini. You already know who I am, but if you don't know, I run a fashion label here in Lagos, Nigeria called Exclamations. I've been running this proudly Nigerian premium ready to wear brand for the past 18 years, so I think I know a thing or two. Today is Wednesday, and um, I know we record these podcasts on Thursdays, but I did warn you that I might be a bit sporadic and try to fit in more than once a week. I decided to record this episode because I feel some anxiety in the air. Um, I've spoken to a couple of um, my mentees and a couple of colleagues in the industry, and I know this particular topic is one that is quite sensitive and it's causing a lot of anxiety with people in the industry. So I just want to talk about it a little bit. This particular episode is more for my Nigerian contemporaries, my, my Nigerian um, creatives, designers, entrepreneurs, business people, particularly those in the fashion industry. But like I always say, these principles apply irrespective of what um, industry you work in. Just find how you can adapt them. Okay, so I'm getting a lot of calls, people asking how to manage their human resource at this very sensitive time. What do you do with your staff? You have built a team. And for a lot of us, our teams are like our families. We have put together a team of people who not only depend on us for their you know, day-to-day sustenance and for their livelihood and their income who support their families with um, the income that they receive from our businesses but they also depend on us for a sense of community Um, and so we we are all in a bit of a funny position right now like what do we do how do we handle this situation if we are not earning at this time then how do we sustain our teams many of us are running small businesses we don't have large budgets um like the bigger organizations do and you know we don't we don't have the kind of um packages that the you know more developed economies have for their smes so this this, these are our realities so what do we do um so i just want to go through a couple of the things that i'm doing and a couple of things i suggest Um, I remember in 2016, and I keep going back to that very, very difficult year. And in retrospect, (laughs) this year is is not quite, (laughs) it's showing to be even worse, isn't it? But but then I remember in 2016 when we had a really difficult year. um, And we did get to a point where paying salaries was difficult. Now, this wasn't an industry-wide thing. This was something that was peculiar to me. Um, Even though it was generally a difficult um, economy at the time was a difficult season and difficult time in our economy in Nigeria because of the devaluation. Um, it wasn't like a shutdown like we're all having now. So I'm sure different people had their challenges, but this particular challenge was peculiar to me. And we, we got to a point where um, it was difficult to pay salaries and we had to make a decision. Do we downsize? Do we let people go? Um, or do we have a conversation and do we find uh, some middle ground? So we did decide to have a conversation and um, we spoke to everybody in the team 
and you know I'm thankful that I have such a loyal team everybody decided to hang in with the brand with the organization and um, we decided to you know reduce salaries for that time um, so that we could pay and we also decided that we would pay in installments so we paid maybe a month's salary was split into three you know what I mean I was paid first second and last week of the month so we did crazy things like that so that somehow we're just able to manage with our inflow until things um kind of you know um played out well and you know we're, we're, we're back on our feet um and a lot of those people who were with me in fact quite a, a lot of those people who were with me at that time um say for maybe one two or maybe three people are still with me now so these are my ride or dies people that we have gone through hell and high water together they have been with me through the good and bad times and then we are now in this situation it would be very insensitive for me to just say you know what you guys know what's going down we can't pay salaries at this point so you know you guys just go home so and a lot of us have those kind of stories where we've built this team um we've 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 benefited from their loyalties they've been with us through the good and the bad times and now it's almost like you feel like you need to show up for them too right so i'm just giving a background just to know that i am with you in this i'm in the same position i'm in the same boat i have the benefit of having some experiences in the past that inform me some of the decisions that i'm making now and some of the advice that i'm given but none of us have quite experienced this kind of thing before so this is new for everybody so i'm just giving that background so you know that this is not coming from a place of arrogance or a place of knowing it all it's just coming from a place of being in the same boat and trying to be sensible and knowledgeable and understanding about it or all, all, all you know so that that's that's what um i'm trying to do okay so suggestions these are suggestions first of all before i make any suggestions i want to say this there are no hard and fast rules here and there is no one way of doing it there is no one solution for everybody everybody has to find what works for them everybody has to understand that this situation you know is going to create peculiar problems for everybody and depending on your circumstance how much money you have what you can afford the nature of your payment structure the nature of your salary structure you know you're going to have different kinds of solutions that uh, might work for you so i don't want you to think that there is one solution to all of this no this is a situation where every brand has to consider what works for them that's my number one you know that's the first thing i'm going to say about that then the second thing i'm going to say about this and i don't want to sound you know insensitive at all right the first priority number one priority in any decision you are going to make regarding this is looking out for the business you have to look out for the business the business at this point is number one whatever you do has to work for the business 
and has to ensure that the business is still standing. It is important that you don't get carried away, get emotional, get too, um, you know, get too unnecessarily emotional. But to realize that without any business, there is no job. There is no business, there is no job, there is no customer, there is no product, there is no platform. Remember that you are different from the business. You need to separate yourself from the business. So this also involves, you know, you making some sacrifices to ensure that the business stands. So that should be some kind of a background to all of this. I want you to remember that and to be very um, sensitive to that point. So now I'm going straight into the topic proper. How are we handling our staff? What do I suggest we do with our staff? Number one, I don't know what kind of structure you have with your team. Some of you have contract workers, those who come and work for you for a season and they leave. This is the time to terminate those contracts temporarily. That is the nature of a contract. When um, there is no work, there is no contract. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's that simple. So those of you who have contract staff, um, if, you've, if they've run their contract, you know, terminated temporarily, there is no issue here. That is the nature of a contract. So don't feel bad about that. Those of you who have a mix of contract staff and full-time staff, your full-time staff should be priority at this time. Okay? That goes without saying, but it needs to be said. Your full-time staff, you know, take priority at this time. Okay. Um, Then also, you should have different roles for your different staff. Depending on how your business, again, is structured and the kind of roles you have, some roles might still be active at this time. Again, the more active roles at this time will also take priority when you are considering um, how you are going to distribute whatever kind of um, um, salary pay you may have, right? So those who are still active at this time, people who can work from home and who are working from home, they are working, you know, so I'm just trying to be very realistic with this. They are working so they should get paid right nobody should be working for free if you cannot pay anybody right now they should not be working but if for any reason some people are still working um and i'm going to mention a couple of people that may still be working so some of us may have some of our um you know customer service customer relation staff um sales staff still working you know um trying to drum up sales in whichever way reaching out to people directly, you know, trying to garner sales at this time. If those people are still working sales, they have to be paid. If you have people who are managing your websites for you, right, they're managing your websites for you right now, um, attending to inquiries, attending to all of that. If they are doing that, then they should get paid, right? If you have any kind of skeletal work going on right now, you know, whether you have tailors working for you from home, um, you have pattern makers still making patterns for you. You have a social media manager still working your social media account. They should get paid. So my point is this. If you cannot pay, get, then, then stop, stop, stop the work, right? Stop the work. But as long as work is going on, 
then you have to figure out how they'll be paid one way or the other. All right. So that's that's um, my first point there. My second point is this. You need to have the conversation. You need to have a one on one conversation with all of your staff. Most of us are running small um, organizations so we can. For those who are running much larger larger organizations, then you want to reach out to your people through their supervisors, right? But I don't want anybody just getting a text or just getting an email, right? Even if you're going to send a text or an email, a conversation must happen first. We're talking about people's livelihoods here. And these are people you hopefully still want to retain after the storm has calmed, right? So let's be a bit sensitive about that let's have a conversation if you cannot have a conversation with everybody because of the size of your brand or your business um then you want their supervisors to talk to them but then you need to talk to the supervisors one-on-one okay so um that being said let's go to the options you have for pay number one option you can if you can afford it list down the stuff that you feel you need to have in your team when this is over the reality is this even after the storm is over we may still need to downsize now i'm just being real we may still need to downsize you know and i'm not saying that if you don't have to downsize you should but if you find that you need to downsize after this is all over know that it is not new and it's not peculiar to you so after all of this you may need to downsize but if you feel you don't and um or if you feel you do and you're trying to keep a lean team those within that team that you know you necessarily must have in the team you need to have a one-on-one conversation with them and you need to have a one-on-one package with them so for instance if you have a sales um, a member of your sales team who is amazing who has built relationship relationships with your network who your customers love you know who has been loyal and dedicated and faithful who you know meets her quota meets her deadline you know and you want to maintain the relationship and you want to keep her on after this you don't want her to feel insecure this time you want to give her a call and say to her um, guys or girl or whatever Um, let's have a conversation about this um i want you to stay i may not be able to afford to pay you a hundred percent right now but i can offer you one i can offer you um a percentage of your full pay two i can offer you a commission on whatever sales you make right now three i can offer you maybe a salary advance you know against your salary when you do resume Four, I can f- offer you a soft loan that will carry you for a season um, and then you'll pay up when you get back to work. This, of course, depends on if she's still actually doing some work right now and if she's not, that's when the soft loan, the salary advances um, might come in. Um, so these are options. Soft loans, a commission on sale, a salary advance, a percentage of the salary. You know, these are four options you could offer those people. You know, if you have tailors 
who you typically would be paying maybe a commission on their um sorry if, if you have tailors who you'll be paying um who typically you would pay up as they work you know um and of, obviously right now they are not working but these are people talent that you want to retain um, you are not paying them a salary so how do you pay when they are not working again like i said if these are people you want to retain for some of you there are some people you didn't want to retain even before all of this started this is maybe a time to let them go but you know have a conversation all the same be fair but you know these are difficult times that it calls for difficult decisions so i'm talking to other people who you really want to retain right now so for people who you want to retain who may be working on commission um or maybe working a pay as you go system or you know pay as you as you sow system or you know whatever kind of system you have commission-based system you have you may want to offer them um like i said either a, a salary advance um or a soft loan now a soft loan or a salary advance again you want to you want to make these decisions based on um the character of this person if it's somebody who has not shown loyalty somebody you feel you know might leave you after all this is over this is the reality of our industry then you want to be careful you want to have a conversation with this person and say to the person look this is what i want to do um if you intend to leave at the end of this let me know now i can support you with a one-off payment you know um, but if you want to stay, I can support you with a salary advance for this period of time. So look at what your your finances will let you do and offer a salary advance. So that's why I'm saying that, you know, this thing is really dependent on um, individuals and character and loyalties and history. Right. Um, and if any of the suggestions are making resonates, then you do that. So if you have tailors who work on a pay as you sew pay as you you work um then you know they are not earning a salary then you want to offer them a salary advance on work that will be done after they get back to you um if you are really in a difficult position and you really don't have money to um pay um for some of us you know the, the year didn't start off great I know for a lot of people, you know, you hadn't even really gotten all into the year. You know, this is March. We're just about to get into the groove. Um, and you so you are really depending on sales to make your salaries. And if there are no sales, there's, there's no salary. That's the reality. So for all the, for, for those of you in this situation, I'm not going to ask you to go and borrow money to sustain your team. What you can do is to send all your team members every single one of them um what i call like a a letter of a letter of assurance that they will still have a job when this is over right so you're going to call them and say i um, can't afford to pay you because there are no sales however I'm assuring you that you will still have a job when all this is over. Don't even underestimate what this means to some people. This means a lot. The security that this offers means a lot. 
For some people, based on that assurance, they can borrow money from family or friends and say, you know what, when this is over, I'm going to get my job back. I can even show you my letter from my employer saying I can get a job back, right? Um, I, I can get my job back and um, I'll be able to pay you back. So for everybody, you know, a letter of assurance, a letter of commitment, you know, after having that conversation with them saying, you know, guys, it's clear that things are tough. Um, I will not be able to afford to keep you on a salary at this time. However, I want you to know you're going to have a job when this is over. And so I'm going to send you a letter of assurance, a letter of commitment, a letter of renewing your contract, renewing your employment, whatever, just assuring you that when this is over, work continues and you have a job. Please, if you can't offer anything, offer this. Right, offer this. Um, my last suggestion is this, to try and keep business going. Now, this is tough because the reality is um, everybody is struggling a little bit now. Um, not even necessarily just financially struggling, but the uncertainty in the air is making people hold back. But the reality is also this. There are still a few people buying, Right. I'm telling you this because I don't want you to just throw your hands in the air and stop making an effort. There are many reasons why people may still be buying at this time. One of the reasons may be, you know, people do realize that they still need um, to have a wardrobe when this is all over and maybe taking the opportunity to buy things for cheaper. Uh, so if you can offer customers a discount on <clears throat> on their purchases, you know, this may be a time for that promotion. This may be a time to offer those discounts. Don't stop marketing. Don't stop marketing. If you don't have a website, get yourself a website. I don't care if you're going to use pro- pictures that are not professional, you know, use pictures that are not professional. Just get a website, get a website, get a website. If you cannot get your own website, sign up with Jumia, sign up with Conga any other platform that may exist out there. Um, if you can't get a website, then, you know, get aggressive on your Instagram page. My point is, if you close shop, then you have zero chances of making any sale, right? Um, get creative. Get creative. Just put yourself out there. This is not the time to stop. I've noticed a lot of brands are slowing down with marketing, and I'm wondering... Is it that you don't have anything to say, you don't have anything to sell, or you're just giving up, right? This is not a time to give up. If you can make any kind of sale right now to keep your team together, do that. There is no shame in trying to drum up business for your brand. Some people are feeling insensitive and saying, you know, or feeling like, you know, people may think they're insensitive if they're trying to sell clothes at this time. (laughs) Do not even allow that thought to cross your mind. You owe it to your team, to yourself, and to the brand you have been building, building for X number of years to keep it going, right? To keep it going. So do whatever it is you need to do unashamedly in pushing your brand. If you can afford sponsored ads, go ahead and do your sponsored ads. If you cannot do sponsored ads and you want to do promotion, go ahead and do promotions. If you cannot do promotions and you want to wear your dress yourself and strut down your in-house runway, creating interesting videos for people to see how your clothes are worn, 
my goodness, please go ahead and do that. Do whatever it is you need to do. If you want to call people to send you pictures of them in your clothes, call them. We are all on survival mode right now and you should not be embarrassed or ashamed to do whatever it is you need to do to keep your business going, right? Even if there is no sale. And this is my next point. Even if there is no sale, there is a gestation period for sales, right? If you start promoting a collection now, even without all of the um, drama we're going through right now, on a normal in a normal sales cycle, right, you get the most out of a promotion when it's about three months old. That's my experience. If you start promoting now, right, you get the most out of it when that promotion, when that campaign um, is about three months old. That's when it really gets into the subconscious and consciousness of your of your um, customers or your tribe. And then, you know, they've heard about, about it often enough to want to give it a go. So you might be dropping up business now that you will benefit from when all this is over. So whether you are trying to drum up business for future sales or drum up business for sales you desperately need now, you need to continue doing your marketing right now. And everybody can work social media. If you cannot get your website going, then, you know, do whatever you can with your social media channels. All right. Um, and that is it for today. Um, I really hope this has helped. I think what I'm trying to say more than anything else is that everybody is going through the same thing right now, but there are no one solutions for this particular situation. You have to look at your own peculiar situation. So just because your friend is saying, ah, I'm telling all my people to go and I'll call them when, you know, they come back or somebody says, ah, I'm going to pay everybody 50% of, you know, their salaries to keep them going. People have different, you know, suggestions at this time, but they are not you. They are not your business. Maybe you don't have savings. Maybe you can't afford it. Maybe you had just invested in a lot of inventory before all this went down. Maybe you had just um, even let some people go and you have a leaner team so you can afford it. Maybe you, you know, run a um, ready-to-wear brand that outsources its production so you don't even have a team of tailors. Like, everybody has a peculiar situation i have a industry colleague who honestly just has one member in her team she just has one person that works for her right now because she has outsourced production 100 percent um and she works most of her sales via her website and her um, social media platform which she works herself so she just has one person who does really um follow up and deliveries you know so if she says, you know what, I'm going to maintain this one staff and pay him full full salary, whatever the case may be, she may be able to afford that, you know. And her case is different for the person who has a team of 20 tailors, 15 tailors, 10 tailors, right? And um, is not able to cope with that um, salary bill. So don't just go by what everybody is doing, right? Do what works for you. I made all the suggestions. You might be able to use some of these suggestions. You may be able to combine them. Um, but nothing you do is necessarily wrong. But whatever you do, remember this. Your business is number one. If you have to take a salary cut right now, so be it. If you're not even paying yourself anything right now, so be it. You know, whatever you do, 
we're trying to keep that business going it still needs to be available to your customers um, and to earn after this is all over so that is your priority Um, but like I said I would like in the case of those of you who have smaller teams if you can talk to everybody one-on-one and get their buy-in that would be awesome if you can't let their supervisors talk to everybody one-on-one if they can that'll be awesome at the very least for those who you want to retain let them all have almost like a fresh employment letter letting them know that even when this is all over they still have a job even when this is all over if you find that you have to um, bring down your salary bill by cutting salaries a bit for a season by all means you know have that conversation with your people what is most important is you carry everybody along you carry everybody along. You have their buying. Will everybody opt to stay? No. Some people might say, you know what? Um, I can't deal with this. I'm leaving. Some people might say, um, okay, I'll leave now and I'll come back, um, you know, um, when this is all over. Some people might say, you know what? I'll see how it goes. See if I have a better shot at something else when this is over. Um, if I don't, maybe I'll come back. Like you, People have to make decisions that work for them as well. So this is not a time to be unnecessarily petty, vindictive, or unnecessarily emotional, right? Everybody's looking out for themselves and for their families. So if anybody, you know, for some reason says to you, you know, I can't do this with you right now. Um, I need to take another offer that is available to me and that will help me look after my family. Please don't be vindictive at this time. Um, don't be unnecessarily emotional. Let them go. Let everybody do what is best for their family as families at this time but do right by your staff especially those who have been with you through the thick and the thin seasons um and those members of your team that have proven themselves this is a time to show up for them as best you can but sometimes showing up for them doesn't mean bankrupting your business you know it might just mean honoring them with a conversation right and carrying them along through this very difficult time i hope this has really helped um, I also want to encourage us to know that this too shall pass and this is temporary at best. Tomorrow, my next episode is the good in all of this. Tomorrow, I will be talking about the good news. Good news. There is good news. There is good news. And tomorrow, we are sharing some good news. I think we all need a bit of good news, right? sharing some good news tomorrow so make sure you tune in um for the episode tomorrow it's good news people it's good news that's it for today thank you so very much for listening please share this with your tribe with your team with your network with anybody you feel needs to hear this i know a lot of people are overthinking this particular season and a bit confused about how to manage it this is the beginning of a new month a lot of us were able to pay salaries for march april may bring in a new um, a fresh set of challenges we will probably not be working for at least almost two weeks um of this month you know so we don't know we honestly don't know so april is scary for a lot of people like what are we going to do at the end of this month well guys don't worry we still have about 30 days to go so a lot can change even in a couple of days but um share this with people right share this These strategies may not necessarily be even relevant at this time if things turn around 
but there were there are strategies that you can use anytime you are in a bit of a tough spot with your business so share it with your community share it with your network share it with your tribe and get back to me you know i appreciate all the calls and all the emails i have been receiving at this time people asking me um what they want you know what my opinions are on certain things um and i received a lot of emails and phone calls pertaining to this particular topic and that's why it's an episode so if there's any other thing you are worrying about you're unsure of and you need advice please you're getting free advice from me all you need to do is send me an email send an email to tommy at tomirotimi.com and i will offer my free advice to you um and hopefully it will help so that's it for today thank you for listening i will speak to you soon and i will be back tomorrow bye